Welcome to the Spurs Up Show, home of the best Gamecocks content on the internet. The following is brought to you by our friends over at Prize Picks. Go download the Prize Picks app or go to prizepicks.com. And when you do, use the promo code TSUS to receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100. Prize Picks is the simplest fantasy game on the market focused around prop total entries. You pick two to six players and you can win up to 10 times on any entry. Price Picks has no sharks, optimizers, or mass multi-entry. It's literally just you against the projection. They also allow mixed sport entry. So, for example, you can take the over on LeBron, parlay with the under on Mahomes. They've got college sports, pro sports, literally anything and everything you can think of. They have got it over at Price Picks. They also have a slick, easy-to-use mobile app both on the App Store and Google Play, and they're rated 4.8 stars in the App Store with rave reviews. So many fans and listeners of the Spurs Up show have made tons of money with our friends at Prize Picks, and you should as well. So again, go download the Prize Picks app or go to prizepicks.com, and when you do, use the promo code TSUS to receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100. Be sure to check them out and tell them that Chris from the Spurs Up Show sent you. Let's get it. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. friend again my apologies i was sitting there thinking i'm like where is mark at and i realized oh yeah email for mark rogers not text so that's my bad hey i appreciate it though my man i appreciate you taking the time what's going on well chris i feel you because uh i go through the same thing you do as the host (laughs) 
And, you know, certain people want email, certain people want DMs in the Twitter, certain people want text. And, and I do that all the time, too. Like, oh, I, I forget, oh, that guy, I need to do it this way. Yeah, do it all the time myself. For sure. Anyway, so again, Mark, I appreciate you taking the time. Glad we got that sorted out. I want to go ahead and get this question, by the way, for you from one of our listeners. He says, John Edward asks, can you ask Mark about the report about Oregon and Washington to the Big Ten saw the report of the weekend? So just realignment, Mark Rogers, in college football, your thoughts and what's the latest on the Big Ten's expansion as I assume they try to keep up with the SEC. Yeah, so I have long said my thoughts about expansion and what's going to move expansion with those two conferences driving the sport would be one of two things. Either the SEC or the Big Ten looking at the available schools and thinking and evaluating to say that school or usually it's those pairs of schools, that pair of schools will add value to the conference. And that could mean for me one of two things. That could mean just a straight financial de determination that, hey, we went to Fox, CBS, NBC, whomever our TV partners are, ESPN, and we served up school A and school B. And they came back and said, we will add X number of dollars to the contract. We figured out the distribution and said, hey, if we add these two schools, they're going to add $12 million per year to each school within the entire conference. So, hey, this is a financial win. We will do it. But I also think that there's a consideration made to, you know what? Our TV partners are coming back and, and they're only going to budge this many dollars. But we know that long term that these brands, these programs, their recruiting footprint, their TV market size, all of that is going to bring in money. And we can convince our member schools that they can take a $2 million hit on their TV contract per season for the value of these schools and these football brands long term. So I think that's one way in which the Big Ten and or the SEC is going to expand by simply surveying the field because everybody wants to join those two conferences. That, that's all there is to it. Uh, everybody left in college football would join either one of those two or either one of those conferences. Yes. Uh, then the second thought is that just like we saw last summer with the big 10 moving on USC, UCLA encountering the Oklahoma, Texas move by the sec that even if it doesn't make complete financial sense, if there's this tit for tat punch, counter punch, that the other will respond to say, you know, I, if, if I'm the Big Ten and the SEC goes and grabs Clemson, Florida State, Miami, well, you know, we need to do something about that. We can't get behind, even if our schools are going to take a $3 million per season hit in TV revenue, we need to keep up. So I think those are the two things that are going to drive this further, uh, in particular to the Washington, Oregon situation. So Brett McMurphy... Uh, reported over the weekend that uh, in his language, it was simply that the Big Ten has vetted and cleared Washington and Oregon. Well, a lot of people take that as, oh, wow, they vetted and cleared. They're in. They're going after them. Well, we already know that Washington and Oregon applied for Big Ten membership last fall uh, off the heels of USC and UCLA. So they have wanted this for, for quite some time. Mm. I believe and, and, and we both know that anytime a reporter 
And Brett McMurphy's credible. I'm not in any way questioning his credibility. It's more about if they get a thread of information that nobody else has, that thread of information may not result in anything. But it's still truth. They got vetted and cleared. Uh, when I was at my former employer, we would vet and clear all sorts of people for a job application. That doesn't mean we were going to hire them. That just meant like we got 15 applications for this job. Well, it was more like 60 applications. Well, shoot more like 600 applications for this job. We vetted and cleared and did background checks and HR and so forth on this many and 92% of them cleared, but you know, we're still in the hiring process. So I don't, I don't nest the way I read into that is not, that's just the next step in the process, but not necessarily that this means the big 10 is going after Washington and Oregon. Mark Rogers, the voice of college football, joins us every single Monday. And of course, Mark, as you can tell from the first question, and we got a lot, uh, we got a long way to go before kickoff and we really get into the point where we're talking about the 2023 season. So we're not just going to be talking Gamecocks on this show, which I know is totally fine with you. Like, I want to use you as a resource to talk college football on a national landscape, SEC landscape, which again, I know you're cool with. So I want to ask you this this just happened. Uh, the Georgia Bulldogs pick up a commitment from Dylan Riola, the number one player in the 2024 class at the quarterback position. And I'm already seeing people on social media talking about, think about what Kirby Smart did with a walk-on at quarterback. And now he's getting the number one player in the country. Where I'm going with this is this, as a, dare I say, frustrated Gamecock fan, right? Because everybody's chasing Georgia, everybody is trying to swing up, right? I mean, the, the pressure to win is on. But, Mark, it's, it's just hard for me to fathom an instance where we're going to get to a point where Georgia's no longer the big dog, no pun intended, in the SEC East or the SEC. But to be fair, nobody ever sees the downfall coming, right? I'm sure Tennessee and Florida State in the 90s, Nebraska in the 90s, like if you'd have told them, hey – in 20 years, you're going to be irrelevant. Like, they would have never believed it, right? So nobody ever sees it coming. So my question is just this, I guess. Is there, if you're a Gamecock fan, if you're just a fan of a team that's not Georgia, is there an end in sight potentially? Or is Georgia truly the new Alabama where you think this is going to be a dynasty that could last 10, 15, dare I say 20 years? You're right, though. If you look at great traditional programs in the past that have fallen off. I'd even say within five years, like Nebraska went from winning national championships to being a fairly mediocre, decent program, eight and four kind of program. Like this happened in five or six years. They went from dominance of 1997, 98 to five years later. Uh, they're just okay. They are, you know, they're Arkansas or Ole Miss or somebody. Uh, I mean, you so could, Mark, not, to, not to cut you off, you could, I mean, if they have another down year this year, you could start to throw Clemson in that discussion. Like, they're not yeah. the same, you know, three or yeah. four, if you stack that three or four years, all of a sudden, we might be having the same conversation about them in five years. Yeah, Clemson is nowhere close to what they were in their prime 2015 to 20, uh, even though the records have been nice and they've been able to you know, snatch up a lot of easy wins, man, that, that team last year losing three touchdowns uh, to at Notre Dame, who wasn't a great team and the South Carolina game. And we saw the bowl game. They're nowhere close to, and, and I'm not saying they can't rebound and they can't get it together because they're still, they're still a really good program, but I think they're even further away from their peak than what their record is showing. 
Like they're in a bad conference, picking up a lot of easy wins. Uh, but in regards to Georgia, wow. What's got to be frustrating as well is that the Carson Becks and the Gunner Stocktons, those guys stuck around when hardly anybody else in the country as a quarterback, as a four or five star is sticking around, waiting their turn. These guys stuck around and waited their turn. Like, I don't know what's going on there, but they stuck around. I can't think of another place where guys, Quinn Ewers, gone. CJ Stroud's there, I'm gone. And we could fill in blank anywhere. And guys are leaving because they want to be the man. Uh, but those guys stuck around and Carson Beck looks like he's in play. Now with Dylan Rayola, man, you know, uh, it's going to be a surprise if he doesn't come through and become a big time quarterback. He had a commitment from Ohio state initially uh, when it was down to USC, Georgia, Nebraska, my thought was, well, Nebraska, he's got ties to Nebraska legacy, man. If they get him, they could completely really turn around their program. That didn't come through because I think the business side of his better senses uh, proved out uh, because you just can't go to Nebraska. And when you've got opportunity to, to either go to Georgia, win national championships, especially when you saw them open up the offense the last couple of years and do everything that they've done and, you know, you set yourself up or go uh, and play under Lincoln Riley, that offense, and, you know, just be in the next in line with Kyler Murray, Baker Mayfield, Jalen Hurts, you know, on down the line, uh, be the next guy, Caleb Williams. Uh, so he made, he made finally made the business decision. But the thing about where Georgia is, that you can't say about Tennessee. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When they were really good 20, 25 years ago and fell off in Nebraska, certainly is they've they've got all those players. They got all those high school football players in that same vicinity and Atlanta's producing more NFL players than anywhere right there with Houston in terms of a major metropolitan area. So they've got that built-in advantage that really helps. And I know they're going anywhere and everywhere for players, but 
they can stay home and win. Yes, Mark, sorry about that. We lost you on the video side. You froze up. So I was like, let me try to refresh this, and then all hell broke loose. Technology's great until it isn't. My people normally just blame the must champ hackers. Who we direct blame to. Either way, Mark, I think, again, well said on Georgia, what they're building. Uh, With that being said, speaking on the SEC, I want to talk about your SEC power rankings, which dropped just a couple of days ago. And I think Gamecock fans especially are going to be really excited to see where you have them. Number five in the SEC power rankings, your latest power rankings. Just talk about if you want to go through. I don't know if you have it in front of you, in front of you, if you want to go down your list. But why the Gamecocks in the five spot? It sounds like you're definitely high on South Carolina, uh, at least at this point. I'm high on South Carolina. I, I do my best to stay in the moment, review what happened in spring, what kind of indicators we got during the spring game, even though we both, you know, vetted out a number of times, you know, how meaningless it is. But I think you can gain a lot from from what happened in the entirety of spring, uh, as much as you can believe the reports and all of that. But then, you know, additions, subtractions, looked at recruiting classes. I threw all that. Uh, together in in consideration didn't really look at I'm not looking at schedules yet trying to say okay well I'm looking at the 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 quality of the team versus the schedule and trying to weigh that together no this is strictly a one through 14 ranking Uh, I do think that the SEC after Georgia's there they are it until proven otherwise for me I think Alabama and LSU I'm really looking at who's could could be that next team for for right now i'm still leaning alabama i still think they have a better overall team and roster than lsu uh the quarterback situation does concern me because i do not believe that tyler buckner is an exceptional quarterback he is a drop off from the typical alabama quarterback that we've seen during the nick saban era uh, especially the last three or four um so they're going to be a different kind of Alabama team this year, uh, winning in a different way. Uh, so Jaden Daniels, uh, a big advantage for LSU over Alabama, uh, I think. And then it gets very compact. So five is is a good place to be. I get it uh, and, and feel good about that if you trust me at all. But understand five to nine or ten, you know, to me, Arkansas, Ole Miss, Mississippi State, even AM, I expect a bounce back from AM, South Carolina. Uh, I, I still, Kentucky with uh, Devin Leary, a quarterback, should be, should be formidable, should be, you know, not an easy out. Uh, so there's like six or seven teams that I think are really close. I mean, I think you look, Mark, just speaking on it like the SEC. I mean, I think the only, the only thing I feel good about right now, I'll put it in heavy black ink. Georgia at number one, Vandy at seven. The rest yeah. of it, just shuffle it up. And I mean, you, you could yeah. you could almost convince me of any 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 order of finish there, right? I mean, does Tennessee continue to be the number two team in the East? Do they fall off because Hendon Hooker and the pieces they lost at receiver? You know, what is Florida? I mean, I, I Mark, I saw a record prediction this morning for the Florida Gators: two and ten, zero oh and eight in SEC play. Now, the guy that picked it, he's a Tennessee fan. Does that factor in? Probably so. Either way, though, I saw six and six today for Vanderbilt. I've seen six wins from Vegas, from Caesars. I've seen people talk about ten wins with the Gamecock. I mean, it's just all over the place, which makes it so much fun. Obviously, same thing in the West, too, man. Like, I, I look at last year, I felt like I picked four teams in the West to go eight and four. And I'm like, 
well, not everybody can go eight and four, but it just like it feels like when you start talking about the old misses, the Arkansas, the Auburns, the even a Mississippi State, who I think might be getting slept on a little bit because of the, the you know the late great Mike Leach and him no longer being there. And it's just what makes this league great, obviously, Mark, with the competitiveness. And, I mean, it's really why you say any given Saturday, and it's what I talk about all the time, like the thing that makes Georgia and Alabama, and I'll throw LSU in there, maybe not so much, but those top-tier teams different. It's like Georgia can play their C game because of the level of depth they have. They can play their C game on any given Saturday in the SEC and still win, right? Like I think we saw it last year when they played at Mizzou team like South Carolina can't get away with that. But a team like South Carolina, if they play their A game, their A-plus game, they can beat anybody. And, I mean, that's just what makes the league so much fun to watch on a week-in, week-out basis. Yeah, I wouldn't go as far as 2-10 and 10 for Florida. I'm, I'm with <laughs> you on the 1-7 and seven spots to a certain extent. I'm not quite there uh, to, to your level on the one to seven, because I do think that Mizzou and Florida will have issues. I do think that they're on the lower end of that spectrum. I have more faith in Tennessee, South Carolina and Kentucky than I do uh, those two. So I would be surprised if, if there's not a Georgia and then the three, I just mentioned then Mizzou and Florida kind of on that bottom end uh, in front of Vandy. If Vandy does not finish last on what your 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 money, what does your money say? Who would it be will finish in that last place spot in the East? Missouri. I'm tempted to say Florida, but I got to believe in that Florida. I just think they're a more talented roster. I'm gonna I'm gonna give them a a slight edge on Mizzou. And you look at Eli Drinkwitz. This dude looks. You know, anytime I see him at the podium interviews, anything, radio show on the SEC network, any of that. He seems like a great guy. Like, you'd love to hang with Eli Drinkwitz. Uh, very nice guy. Very fun. Smart guy. But he's he's not doing anything different than Barry Odom was doing. And they just gave him an extension, I do believe. Yeah, I, I don't get it. <laughs> I don't get it. And I tell you this. Uh, if Florida finishes dead last in the SEC East, you will be able to see the Flames in Gainesville from Columbia, South Carolina. And Billy Napier what may not last into October, my friend, if, if that is the trajectory that they are on. Mark Rogers, the voice of college ball. One last thing, Mark, before I get you out of here. I know, obviously, you've made a living in college football. You've talked to a lot of head coaches. Shane Beamer last week, uh, he made an appearance on, I think, an Atlanta, Georgia radio station and he said something I thought was interesting, but it doesn't really surprise me. They asked him about, you know, being 24 early, 24-point underdogs to Georgia early. And they asked, you know, Coach, do you see that? Do you see the things people are saying? And Beamer paused, and he just kind of was like, yeah. You know, yeah, it's, it's something we mentioned. Uh, you've talked to a lot of coaches. How much do you feel like coaches use uh, Vegas over-unders, spreads, things like you and I say, you know, how much do you think coaches use that as fuel for the teams? Because they love to tell us they block out all the outside noise, <laughs> but that's not really the case, right? I mean, they're using it as fuel. Their guys know, especially in social media, the players see everything. So I guess nothing's really a secret anymore. Yeah, so so that is the one thing that's different than it was years ago is that they, they the head coaches have to be smart enough to know that the players see it anyway. So you're not hiding things from the players. It's not 1975 where you can think, okay, we can shield this and shield that and keep them away from this and that. That's just not the way it is. You know, I had a uh, 
uh, a meeting with the Mississippi State football team, Jackie Sherrill at the time, this was in the late 90s, had me speak to the Mississippi State football team. And it's so funny to think back on it now because Jackie Sherrill, he got in trouble at Mississippi State. He got in trouble at Texas A&M. He got trouble at Pitt. He was getting trouble at every stop. He asked me to come in and talk to the team about how they should speak to the media, how they should address questions. And he basically told them before he let me speak that they're going to be out there carousing and doing crazy stuff, but just we, we can't let anybody find out about it kind of thing. It was hilarious. Uh, and I'm like, what, what am I supposed to tell these guys now? <laughs> but uh, so, yeah, the coaches have to be smart enough. But like you say, they are part hit, hypocrite. And I get it where on one hand, they, you know, we don't we don't hear any of that. That's just a bunch of noise. But when they can use it in their favor then yeah, then it's fuel for the fire. Then we, then we listen to it. Then we throw it at the team to say, Hey, you're not being respected. Mark Rogers, the voice of college. Well, Mark, always a pleasure. And I promise next week, I will not forget to email you the link again. I appreciate it, man. I'm looking forward to doing this each and every single Monday. Going to be a blast. Thank you so much, my friend. We'll talk to you soon. Absolutely. Chris. Thanks. Take care. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.